This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. I wanted to spend a bit of time on this topic because I, I do think when it comes to men's issues, we don't often talk about them enough. And um, sometimes I think it comes down to men don't want to talk about these things. And yet it is happening. That Whether it be the way they're treated in the court systems, the way they are viewed in um, um, relationships, the way they view relationships. There's all these topics that guys would say, no, I don't want to talk about that. But in the end, that can be uh, a really serious situation. And what I wanted to talk about today was how men are not immune to body image struggles. And I'm sure there's some of you listening saying, what are you talking about? I don't care how I look. Well, you know what? There is some of you out there as well who are very concerned about how you look and the lengths you'll go to maybe changing the way you'll look. Dr. Alana Polo is a naturopath owner of Polo Health. She joins us today. Hello, Dr. Polo. Hello. What do you see in your practice, especially when it comes to men and how they feel about their bodies? You know, you bring up a really good point. Uh, Men don't really love talking about their feelings or their emotions, but what I'm finding is that the the men who are ending up in my office tend to struggle, you know, just as much as women actually, in fact, with their their body image and their body expectations and um, what they hope to achieve, whether it's going to the gym or through diet and exercise. I hear a lot of men with concerns about the way they look. And, and Alana, definitely, this is a story that's been out there for many years when it comes to young girls, young women, we end up having eating disorders. But I think at least we're having the conversation and for whatever reason, women at least are able to share those struggles. What is the, the negative downside of men who are struggling with similar issues that women are, but they don't have a place to turn? You know, I think that, you know, we've come a long way in that the fact that a lot of women feel comfortable enough talking about it, I think men are starting to understand that they too are more able to talk about it if they need to with someone, but it's such a stigma for men, right? They want to be strong and they want to have this facade that they're they're good and they're solid and they, they got it, right? And so sometimes just talking about it is a lot of shame on their end, but the more that we open up about mental health or about body image issues, I think that it will allow the foundation for a lot of men to come forward and just share how they're actually feeling. What about just the fact that um, I think when it comes to men and the media, it's almost as if um, they normalize less than perfect ideals. I mean, and and, and go into the idea of the, the dad bod, for example. Yeah. And so I think some men, that's kind of a joke. That I've got the dad bod or the, the beer belly. But is that really how they're feeling about their bodies? Right. So, I mean, I think it, it, it brings humor for them. I think it makes them feel a little bit more comfortable with the fact that maybe they don't look the way that they want. So it's a way of justifying that, oh, this is okay. You know, a lot of us struggle with this. But it's interesting because the way men and women view their bodies or how their bodies should look is very different. With women, a lot of it is very thin and petite, and that's the issue. But with men, it's more so about being ripped or chiseled or having a lot of muscle mass. And if they don't look a certain way with a six-pack, and, you know, biceps, then that's almost what isn't good enough for them. So it's just a different way of viewing what the normal is or what they're striving for. 
And so the different way of viewing that, then they probably go to different lengths to attain that. Because, of course, if women are wanting to see uh, slim, then we kind of venture down the anorexia nervosa, the eating disorders. What happens when men are trying to attain bodies that are more about the chiseled muscular look? Right. So, you know, a lot of women, they'll restrict or they'll stop eating or they'll binge and purge. And so I'm finding the same actually with men. There are a lot of binge eaters who are men, and that's, you know, a separate issue. But the ones that are looking for that chiseled look, they're the ones who are in the gym twice a day lifting heavy, heavy weights and supplementing with protein and creatine and all of these other supplements and, you know, pre-workout energizers, caffeine, that are going to allow their bodies to withstand the stress and the pressures of the gym. And that can be very dangerous then. Yeah, very dangerous. It's hard on your kidneys. The amount of protein that some of these men are ingesting is very hard on the kidneys, very hard on the, um, you know, the system, the digestive system. And it's, you know, long-term not great. You know, even men are taking it to the extreme of abusing steroids or, or testosterone or HCG or some of these other hormones that are allowing them to attain these goals. And long-term down the road, that's not healthy either. So the way in which they're going about it is, you know, they're not restricting their calories per se, but they're doing as much harm to their body. Does it come down to still blaming the media? Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, I think that that's where we're looking at these unrealistic, you know, ideas of what people want or what is attainable or what you need to look like in the society to, you know, get ahead or get a good job or get a, you know, girlfriend or anything like that. That's what the men are, are looking at. And is it because uh, for so long when we talked about women and their body image struggles, they were the uh, dominant public features of any public media rather. And now we're actually seeing that shift to having more men's magazines, more uh, fashion involving men. Is that I'm just wondering why we we are starting to see this more. I think that that's definitely one point. I think there's various reasons why. That's a definite good one. I think the second one is just that because the um, the platform is there to start talking about it more. You know, I think maybe a lot of these men may have had those issues before, but it was really taboo to talk about it. And now, you know, mental health and body struggles are becoming a little bit more real. And then lastly, I think as a society, we're becoming much more focused on healthy eating and healthy living and trying to take care of ourselves in a different way. So some people are taking it to the extreme, whether... You know, you hear about going gluten-free or going dairy-free or going paleo and keto and, um, you know, vegan. There's so many different diets out there now that people are trying to follow and strive for. There's intermittent fasting. Like this world of food has become quite obsessive, and I think it's um, taking it to the extreme in some cases. I don't need to know how many patients you have, but could you even give me a percentage of men versus women? Because I have a feeling that you have a lot more women coming to you for information um, and awareness, whereas men, it's probably um, still a smaller number. It is a smaller number. I do see a lot of women who end up actually bringing their husbands or their brothers or their friends. So it's usually that someone has pushed them to come. It's rare that a male will come see me on his own accord. But if they have seen someone or know someone who's been here, then they're more comfortable to come. But, you know, in terms of this body image issue, the studies actually show that 25% of individuals um, with anorexia and 36% of individuals with bulimia are actually men. 25%? Um, Yeah, that's not insignificant, right? It's just um, they don't necessarily show up on my, you know, on my office chair because they want to talk about it. I feel like a lot of times they're forced to talk about it by Hmm. someone that they know or love. Alana, I've just got a couple more questions, but I want to just take a quick traffic break, all right? 
Sure, yeah. Just want to wrap up my conversation with Dr. Alana Polo because uh, I don't think we, well, I definitely know I don't talk about men, male body image struggles, but uh, Dr. Polo definitely sees it within her uh, practice as a naturopath. She's the owner of Polo Health. So when it comes to them seeking you out, Alana, is it because A, they already are having issues or they just want to make sure that they're on the right track to having a healthier lifestyle? The second one, for sure. They're coming to contact me for things like, um, you know, supplements to take, working out in the gym, or what foods they can be eating to better their diet. They're coming, you know, in a roundabout way, and then it comes out in the visit that there's, you know, more going on. But generally, it's for just fitness enhancement or diet changes or just ways men, you know, typically can have more energy or feel better, that sort of thing. So it must be hard then. Well, it's hard for a woman to admit that maybe she's lost control of her health and her lifestyle. So even being able to admit that uh, a man is struggling, that must be such a big step for them to take. Yeah, it's huge. It's rare that you'll hear a man admit anything or that they're, that they're having a problem or they need help. So the fact that they do admit it, it's huge. And I always you know, commend them and tell them like how much I respect the fact that they're able to, you know, admit and acknowledge that there's a problem. And then from there, you know, I think that's the hardest part. The first step is taken. Once you've admitted it, then, you know, the next step is talking to me or getting help from a counselor or a psychologist. But um, the hardest part is over when they're in my office, for sure. What should loved ones look for just in case they can reach out to help that person? I think, uh, you know, an obsessive nature about the diet or what they're eating, if it's, you know, an overconsumption of something and a limiting of something else, a restriction of something else, um, being in the gym for hours and hours on end, not going to social functions or situations because they don't want to eat or drink the food that will be served. That's a big one. Um, you know, and just changes in mood or behavior and temperament. If you're not eating a lot or you're overtraining and your body is hungry, then you're going to be a little bit more cranky or we hear hangry. Yeah. Um, yeah, with men especially, they're more irritable. They can become more aggressive. They can become... Uh, more temperamental, so definitely um, behavioral changes. Yeah, and then it's hard to broach that subject, especially if, let's say, someone has been on steroids, and as you say, they could have those mood swings. So you've got to be able to make sure you're using the right words in saying that you're concerned about someone. Exactly, and I think there are gentler ways to say it than, you know, I, you know, directly going for diet and exercise right away. I think you can just say, you know, listen, I've noticed a change in you or I'm noticing you're not as, you know, happy or outgoing. Is anything bothering you? Is there anything on your mm. mind? You know, just cutting it down like that so that they feel more comfortable about talking with you. Well, I'm glad you could talk with us, Alana. Thanks so much for this. Thank you very much. Dr. Alana Polo, she is the owner of Polo Health. We've got news coming up next and in our next half hour. Oh, it's Wine Wednesday. That's perfect. Uh, Mike Roberts bringing in a lovely Spanish red. We'll find out all about Solanera at 4.15. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary Today on News Talk 770. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott. Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.